Welcome back to the podcast to fall asleep to. I'm your host, Jimmy Joe, and I'm here to take you to Sleepy Town. I usually say take this train to Sleepy Town. Not usually. Sometimes. I don't know. I haven't done the, uh, I haven't looked into how much I say one or the other. But anyway, take this train to Sleepy Town would be appropriate tonight as I am continuing the story of my escape from Bordeaux in November of 20, uh, it was 2008. I just sort of remembered slash thought about for the first time the fact that we, we didn't really start saying 20 before things until 2010. No one ever said 2008, I don't think. If they did, that was stupid. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Anyway. So welcome back. This is the podcast where I talk about, uh, try to talk softly about uninteresting and unimportant things to just help you fall asleep. Take this train to sleepy town. And, uh, tonight I'm going to finish a story I started. That story was, uh, the escape from Bordeaux. It was my attempt to get home to Poe, France. Mistis Day weekend, 2008, I was studying abroad in Poe at the time, and some friends and I had taken a trip for the weekend to Bordeaux, because it was a long weekend, we had a great time, and uh, one of the guys went home early, that son of a bitch, and the other unlucky bastard myself, well, we had a crazy time getting home. So I believe where I left off last time was uh, after six hours of train rides on the wrong trains that, let's see, one, two, probably like four different train employees failed to tell us where the wrong trains, uh, instead of taking the train back home to the town we were living in where we were studying at the time we ended up taking two wrong trains that took us to the Spanish border and then back to Bordeaux right where we had started just uh, six hours after after the fact anyway so so my buddy and me get off the train at Bordeaux it's like probably almost midnight at this point we're just like, fuck, dude, fuck. And we look, and it's been updated now. I've actually been to the Bordeaux train station since then. But um, at this time, in 2008, they had, it was it was actually really fucking cool. Um, so the, the board that said, like, the, uh, like, arrival departure time things, um, it was... I don't know the name for it. Um, so it's like this big black rectangle, rectangular like board, like announcement board. And the whole thing is basically like the screen of it, the face of it is, um, it's made up of these little uh, squares. And it's like each square is on like a, 
there's like a spinny system. So like each square, each tile, um, there are tiles for like every number or letter or just like a blank space on it, just in white. Um, and so, uh, so it's like, you know, it says like, you know, departures and then below that, you know, line one, you know, uh, train to Paris, like 6am train to Toulouse, 610, you know, below that train to, you know, Nice, uh, seven o'clock. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Um, like all the letters and times and stuff for those are these squares that like they can change. And when it changes, it like spins. It's like, I don't know how the, I'm assuming there's like some sort of ring with all these things on it that just spins and flaps about until it gets the right thing. I don't know. I'm not describing this very well, but it like, it was really cool though. And every time it updated, it like you would just hear this like clack 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 because the whole thing would just like spin so that you know the first line had had been like Paris to six a.m. Well, now that's the second line, and the first line is something else. Um, so it's like it's just moving everything down one line, but it's not digital. It's totally it's old school. Anyway, anyway, we look on the board, and it has times going through like. Uh, 7 or 8 a.m. for like all the different trains leaving um, and there's nothing to Poe which is where we're going Poe and uh, train stations you know like closed like we can like go through it but there's no one like working that we can't you know ask anyone and this was we didn't have like smartphones I hadn't even brought my computer we didn't really have a way to figure out when the next train to Poe was. Um, so we were like, well, I mean, we're stuck here like at least overnight. So, uh, with a sigh, we went back across the street to the Hotel California. Anyway, we go in, that very, uh, very cute woman is working the front desk, and she's like, oh, you guys are back. And we're just like, yeah, we are. Can we have a room, please? Like, we're, like, not being nice and friendly and flirty like we had been, and she's like, okay. Uh, so she gets us a room. And, um. Like 20 or 30 euro, we're like, you know, fuck, it's pretty cheap. I mean, honestly, it's pretty cheap, but you know, we were on a budget, we were students, so we get this room. It's like midnight at this point, and we're like, well, I mean, we're gonna. I think there were times on the thing had been to like 7 a.m. or something. There were a lot of trains leaving at like really early, like five or six, but I don't know, some shit like that. We We were like, well, I mean. I guess we should try to see if we can get a train back like early enough tomorrow that we can make it to like at least our afternoon classes. And, and so we were like, all right, so I guess we'll get up at like seven. We know there's no trains before that, but there might be like right after that. And so we were like, okay. So me and my buddy were like going to bed. And then one of us kind of looks at the other and we're like, you know, I don't know about you, but I was going to eat when I got home and we haven't had dinner. 
we should go get some food. And we're like, yeah, okay. So we walked through that sort of dicey street that we had been walking through so we could go to that cheap kebabery, the one that saved us 50 cents at way at the end of it, which was at this point was, you know, probably pretty unnecessary because there were ones like maybe an eighth of that distance that were only 50 cents more. So like it's very worth it, at least in my opinion right now. Um... Okay, I have to pause this because my computer's gonna die. Hey, there we go. Okay, so I am... My microphone is at a different angle because I had to... Where I was before, a charger wouldn't reach my computer. Um, so I had to move the computer and I had to move the microphone I'm using. So I don't know if this is gonna really affect a lot or not. I don't know sound stuff well enough for that anyway. Anyway, so we go all the way to this one kebabery to save 50 cents. 50 cents each, so one euro. And, uh, you know, this street, before we had been walking down it, like, kind of with our heads down, just, like, not making eye contact, not, not wanting to cause any trouble. Again, kind of a little dicey in some parts. Uh, but, but, you know, this day, we didn't really care. So we were walking down the street, just so mad, just so mad that we had spent six hours on the wrong trains, that we had been given so much incorrect information, and that we had had to spend another night in the hotel, not even able to enjoy the wonderful city of Bordeaux, but just waste our time on trains and then, you know spend more money on a hotel room and so we were just sort of letting letting it all out we were <laughs> screaming rather aggressively saying uh, very unkind things about uh, the wonderful country of France and the people there the people of Bordeaux this was when uh, George W. Bush was president we were making comments about how he would exact retribution for the wrongs committed against us as American citizens. It was really pretty childish. We were upset, though. And it was, you know, we were just joking. But either way, some of the uh, sort of shady characters we had been seeing the nights before, just, you know, keeping our heads down, like, hurrying by them, it was sort of, we sort of turned the tables. Because they saw us coming, and, you know, I'm, I'm about... I'm a little over six feet tall, so it was my buddy. We're about the same size, and uh, you know, neither of us are particularly fit, but um, you know, we're broad-shouldered dudes, and uh, the all these all these guys, these shady characters who we'd been hurrying by with our heads down the nights before, they saw us coming. We're like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with those two guys, but I don't want anything to do with that. They were scurrying out of our way they were I hate to use a biblical reference but parting like the Red Sea before us uh, so anyway we go we get our kebabs which you know at least those are delicious go back to the hotel get a few hours of sleep get up go to the train station and there's a train to Poe it leaves at like 9.30 or something so we go to the ticket guy and we're like hello 
have we got a story for you. And we tell him everything that happened. And he's like, okay. We're like, so we need to go to Poe. And he's like, okay, the next train to Poe is at 9.30. And we're like, great. And he's like, and tickets for that are uh, 25 euro or whatever they were. I don't remember how much. Um, And we're just like, excuse us. You were intent for us to pay for these tickets? And he's like... You have to pay for the tickets. And we're like, okay, here's the thing. Your trains weren't labeled properly. The conductor didn't tell us that we were on the wrong, in the wrong car, even though he checked our tickets. The people in Ondai told us that we would be able to get to Poe when we never could, not on that train. We're students. The only reason we're in this country legally is to be students and we're missing class today and we had to spend like 30 euro on a hotel last night so why should we have to pay for tickets when you fucked all this shit up for us and this is still all in French and the guy picks up one of our other tickets and he picks up a pencil and he just gently pokes the end of it through the hole from where the conductor had punched it the day before. And he says, see that? These tickets have been used, so you can't use them again. So if you want to go to Poe, you have to buy new tickets. And then I started yelling in English. I think I said something to the extent of, if I ever have the chance, I will kill you. It's unlikely, but if the opportunity arises, you will die by my hand. I hate you, you motherfucker. I fucking hate you so much. And he just sort of listened and then said, okay, do you want the tickets or not? And so we gave him our money. At this point, we were out about like 50 euro each probably after the hotel and the tickets. And then we uh, got our tickets and we started walking to the platform and we stopped every person who worked for the train station or the train company or whoever, anyone, you know, with that like uniform on between the ticket counter and the platform. Every person we stopped and said, hi, excuse us. Here's our tickets. If we get onto that car of that train... Will we get to Poe? And everyone looked at the tickets and looked at the thing and were like, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. And then we would walk a little bit further and find the next person and be like, excuse us. So we had like a dozen different people confirm that we could get home on that train. And so we get on the train and it starts chug, chug, chugging down the coast back to Mosson. When we stopped in Dax, we felt the cars separate because we were like paying attention, waiting for it. And we looked at each other after the train started going again. And I was like, if the next stop is Bayon, I mean, we're, 
going to pick a fight with someone. We're going to do something. We're going to get arrested and deported. And my buddy was like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. But the next stop wasn't Payon. The next stop was east of where we were. I don't remember what it was. But we were so happy and so relieved. So relieved. We could basically taste that fresh Poe air. We knew we were going to be home. If we had wanted to, we even could have made some of our classes. Although I think we had decided at that point that we were we weren't going to go to school that day. Fuck that. But after all that, we just thought, oh, man, finally, finally, finally. After the confusions with the trains, after being literally a stone's throw from Spain, after that extra unexpected night in the Hotel California, our traverse down that kind of dicey road to the kebabbery so that we could save 50 centime, one euro between us. After that motherfucking ticket agent, which I don't know if it's the case anymore, but I learned after the fact that at that time, the, uh, the guy who was like in charge of the Bordeaux train station um, the Gare de Bordeaux Saint-Jean, I think is whatever it's called. Um, he was like notoriously a dickhead, like across all of France. It was like, oh yeah, that guy sucks. And so like, you know, consequently the policies there and the, uh, the just being there, you know, the people who work there and everything, I mean, they were all kind of shitty because like that's, that's how he liked his his train station to be run with a bunch of fucking dickheads to make it miserable for anyone who had to travel through there. I learned this later. But at the time, I just thought, oh man, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it so bad. But anyway, we'd gone through so much. We'd gone through all that. And it was finally getting to the point where it was like, okay, we're on the right track. Literally, we are on the right track. We're going in the right direction. We're going to get home. And then... We hear... The conductor say, Prochain arrêt, Ortez. And that will be the last stop this train makes today. And our hearts sank. And our blood didn't quite boil yet, but it was simmering. And we looked at each other 
and we said, this might be it. We might have to pick a fight with someone and get arrested and deported because this shit won't fucking fly this time. And you can hear the rest of it tomorrow night. Go to sleep.